to the Prophecy Club. Today we are going to continue talking about the end time army that God has called me to raise up. In other words, I'm speaking to you. If you're listening today and you're a new listener, then maybe not so much. But if you've been listening for a while, I'm talking to you. In other words, one of the things God has called me to do is to build an end time army of prophecy teachers working miracles. And I want you to be a part of it. Let me say it again. I've been called to build an end time army of prophecy teachers working miracles. And if you will come to the end time conference October 4, 5, and 6 in Evansville, Indiana. And by the way, you find out more about that at endtimesconference.com, endtimesconference.com. You can register right there. But anyway, if you'll come to that, I want to lay hands on you. I'm going to anoint you with four milliliters of oil. That's about the same size as the first two knuckles on your little finger. Pour it on top of your head, and I'm going to lay hands on you to receive two things. One, that you will receive the same spirit of revelation that I received when I memorized the book of Revelation. And two, that when the sevenfold miracles prophesied in the Bible and spoken of by several of his modern prophets, when they begin to flow, that you will also flow through them. In other words, I'm inviting you to join me to be part of the end time army of God that God is raising up to teach people Bible prophecy and to walk in miracles. So let me tell you about that, and again, I'm going to extend that invitation to you today. And in order to be a part of that, you must have this anointing. December 16th, 2002. Oh, I remember it well. I was drifting off to sleep. I said, Lord, and I took just a second to think. I really thought about whether I was going to say this or not. And I said, Lord, I just want to say that I love you with all of my heart. I love you I paused. I I can remember it distinctly. I love you more than my wife, more than my children, more than the very beat of my own heart. Well, that got his attention. That was the first night that I heard the audible voice of God speak to me, and I heard him say, I'm giving you part of the harvest of the seeds sown by Billy Graham. Then a sword appeared in my hands, very light and extremely sharp, and it was two-handed. I held it with two hands. I could swing it around in any direction effortlessly. That represents the Word, the Word of God. Then a two-foot by two-foot piece of paper appeared up and to the right. I cut off about a third of the paper, and as the third I cut off began to swing down, it just turned to a waterfall, meaning I think that God is saying that he's going to give me about the third the number of souls that he gave Billy Graham. Well, how many did he give Billy Graham? I don't know, but it's a whole lot. I mean, he did sports stadiums meetings all around the globe for most of his life. And I think in that it turned to a waterfall means that it will come in quickly. Remember that because that's going to tie in with another prophecy I'm going to play for you in just a second. Then May 11th, 1997. Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. And this is the second confirmation. So this was May 11th, 1997. On May 5th of 1997, Dimitri Dudeman had died, and I was really upset. I thought he was going to be the one to lead us through the last days, and now all of a sudden he's dead. So I was really upset. I grabbed me a bunch of distilled water, and I went out to a, a little cabin in the woods, and I stayed there for a whole week, nothing but distilled water. On the morning of the sixth day, I woke up, and this was the first time I ever had a vision. 
I woke up and I began to see myself standing in the parking lot. I can remember it right now. Standing in the parking lot of a large sports stadium. I think it was the one in Kansas City. But I'm not sure. It was dusk and I could see cars streaming in from miles away. I had been on the TV talking about this meeting just before I was standing there. The secular media had actually helped us to get the word out. I knew that I had organized the meeting. I was in charge. I would be one of the speakers along with others. And what we were going to be preaching on was hard repentance based upon Demetrius' warning and that thousands would fall on their face and give their heart to Jesus at this meeting. So that's the first example of where God said he's going to put me in sports stadiums. The second one comes, 720 of 2014. Lou and I, Lou is our deliverance minister at Spirit of Prophecy Church. Many of you met him at the Sevenfold Miracle Crusades. Lou and I were setting out our DVDs on a table in the hall at a hotel. The spot was very, not very good, so I told Lou I'm going to walk down the hall and see if I can find a better spot to set up our books. Well, I found one, and then I turned to tell Lou, but he was gone. I heard some noise coming from behind one of the doors, walked up, and I opened the door just a little, and all of a sudden I found myself inside the room, and now the hotel had changed, and I was in the middle, and I believe it was the Dallas Cowboys Sports Stadium. And the place was packed. There was a man to the right that was up on the stage, and he had got tangled up in the cords, and the crowd had started laughing at him. About that time, another man stepped up behind the microphone and said, Ladies and gentlemen, he is here, the founder of the Prophecy Club, Stan Johnson. And I turned and I looked to see that I was in a sports stadium filled with excited people, all wanting to listen to what I had to say. I took the microphone and immediately began to worship the Lord with all my heart and encouraged all of the people to join in to worship the name of Jesus. Okay, so that's two cases where God has spoken to me about doing meetings in sports stadiums. Now let me play another prophecy that also kind of confirms this. In other words, we're talking to you. This is not about me today. We're talking about you. Do you want to be a part of what God is doing in these last days to use Bible prophecy to sweep in roughly a third of mankind into his kingdom? Look, these churches that are ignoring Daniel and Revelation are making a huge mistake because they're missing part of God's plan to win a lot of souls into the kingdom. Well, if you want to be a part of that, if you want to be a part of this end-time army of prophecy teachers working miracles that God has directed me to raise up, I can tell you what you can do. Now, I'm going to go to this one. This is Sunday, 9-2 of 2018, and I think this is the only prophecy I have ever received from my wife, Leslie, and this was a vision during praise and worship at our church. I had no idea it was coming, but here's what she said. Pastor Stan, I, I had a vision for you, and it's... And the vision started out that I saw this long dock. And at the end of the dock, far, far, far in the distance, were like a clouds, just a group of clouds. Like it was just like it would be at the end of, the, at the end of this long dock that, that there would be, um, all there was going to be was just clouds. And I saw this man walking on this long dock. It was like he just had blinders on. He was just focused to get to the end of that dock. He didn't let anything distract him. And there were so many distractions that could come in the way. And what I saw, this sounds kind of strange, but you know how Lord's visions are sometimes, and it makes sense after we are able to explain this. But I saw like fat, fat fish. 
And they were sitting on the dock as you're walking by them. And some even try to put out a, their thin, um, like to, to trip you and things like that. They're trying, others are trying to pull you in, and others were pushing you out of the way, trying to push you on, like down the dock. They didn't want to have anything to do with you. But they were so fat. They were playing cards, and they were just continuously eating and just having a good time and just laughing. As you got closer towards the end of that dock, this cloud was going to be where it was like you were focused to get to that cloud. We started seeing like fish were getting thinner and thinner, so much so that they were some that were looked like fish bones, but they were still alive and they were taking a breath ever so slightly. Ever so slightly, they was just barely just breathing. It just looked like skeletons, but they were alive. But they were flopping around on the dock as it got closer and closer and closer. But you didn't let that distract you. You kept on going. You kept on going because you were trying to get to that end goal that the Lord had promised and had spoken to you many years ago. As you get closer to the end of that dock, all of a sudden it was just like the clouds just cut in the middle and they just set aside. It's just like a like a veil was broken. It just opened up. And behind those clouds was this she, I mean, the ship was so large, it was not even, I don't even know from the right to the left how, how big it was. But all this time, those the cloud was covering where this ship was that you were headed to. You didn't let it deter you. For some reason, you're climbing up this long ladder and you get onto this, this humongous ship. And you began to speak to not the fat fish that were merry and having a good old time, for they were just glorying in their food and glorying in their selves. You began to speak to those that were barely taking a breath. You began to speak to those fish that were dying on the dock. And you were reviving them. And the more that you spoke, the more they came alive. And the more that you spoke, the more flesh and the, the fish became was becoming whole again. And this is your destiny, the Lord says. So many times you've wondered why... The good old crowd, the ones that were fat and happy, why they hadn't invited you in. The reason is, is that you didn't let it deter you. You continued to stay on the path that I put you on. You continued to stay focused. You didn't let them pull you into their little good old boy club. and You, know, you didn't let them do that. You didn't let it deter you. The Lord says that as you continue to walk that path, you knew that you were going to be speaking to those that were dying in the spiritually and that they needed to be revived. Amen. That's your calling. The Lord says that's why so many fish will be saved at the end with your ministry. is because you're going to revive those that have died spiritually. They're going to finally hear something that finally sounds like truth to them. They're finally going to be able to swallow the pill, so to speak. They're finally going to be able to say, I don't like some of this, but I like the truth. Amen. The Lord says, don't be concerned. There's others that you'll have to beside you that are going to help revive these fish. You know that I've had this destiny for you from the beginning. Just continue to seek after me and my truth. The Lord says, don't be concerned. There's others that you'll have to beside you that are going to help revive these fish. Lord says, don't be concerned. There's others that you'll have to beside you that are going to help revive these fish. Now, the part I want you to remember is that if you notice that others will be helping me, 
If you also notice that it has to do with the future, in other words, like the other prophecy, those souls will come in quickly, meaning that in a time of trouble. But they're going to come in, and brothers and sisters, you can be a part of it. Now let me go back and play for you what Andre Bronkhorst said in his prophecy to us, and I played this a couple of broadcasts ago, but here's Andre Bronkhorst, and he's talking to you. Now, a size of a ministry is never defined by the members, but by the sons and daughters of the house. That's the size of a ministry. And so it's a season now as well of raising up sons and daughters. And when I look in the spirit, I see many sons and many daughters. I mean, it's not about how many members the church of people have. You have sons. You have daughters that carries the same anointing, the same DNA, the same word that you've been preaching. They carry that word. And suddenly it's time for the sons to stand up and the daughters to stand up. I see suddenly a shift is happening in the spirit where they're taking responsibility. I mean, they've been there always, but they have never taken responsibility. And suddenly the sons and daughters are standing up, spiritual sons and daughters. They're standing up and they're taking that responsibility. They're backing you and they're taking a great load off you, a great load. What is important right now in this season is sons and daughters. Is to be, they, is to get, they need to stand up. They need to stand up. And so prophetically, I call them forth. I call the sons in. I call the daughters in. It's time for them to stand. Now, you have more sons and daughters that can fill this room. They're all over. As I look through this nation, and there's some of them in other nations as well, but I see little streams of water that's flowing throughout the earth. Little streams. The God's saying tonight that those streams will become a great river. Those sons and daughters will stand up and they will run and see the spirit like a flame, like a torch. They're running with that word. They're running and running. There's no fear upon them. They will go and they will run forth. They will speak on your behalf and they will carry the same anointing. Now you have a gift of revelation. It's a gifting. It's not normal. I mean, it's the greatest scholars in the world today don't have that gift. You've got a gift that's upon you. But I hear God saying, as a sign, your sons and daughters will carry that same revelation. You will open up their eyes to see as well. Their eyes will be, they'll be enlightened. They will witness and see. It's not secondary information. They will see. The same revelation will come forth in their lives as well in this season. Now, listen to this part again, because I want you to be a part of this sons and daughters, a part of this end-time army of prophecy teachers working miracles. Listen. You have sons. You have daughters that carries the same anointing, the same DNA, the same word that you've been preaching. They carry that word. And how do you get that? You get that by being anointed with oil and let me lay hands on you. And I'm going to pray that you receive that same revelation spirit and the ability to understand and to teach Bible prophecy and to walk in sevenfold miracles. And you can't get that from a book. You can't get that from watching TV or listening to radio. You get that by getting hands laid on and oil poured on. And that's why we're having that's why I'm inviting you to come to this Evansville End Times Conference. It's called Understanding End Times Conference. It's going to be at the Living Word Fellowship in Evansville, Indiana. Now, to get there, you have to reserve your place. Registration, $25 a person. That's not much. 25 bucks. That just helps us pay for our expenses to get there. And you register by going to endtimesconference.com endtimesconference.com. You can also register at prophecyclub.com, but endtimesconference.com. 
bring those people that are Bible prophecy students that want to be a part of the end-time army of prophecy teachers working miracles. Here's what we're going to be doing. Friday night at 6.30, I'm going to be teaching through my Revelation chart. In this presentation, I'm going to tell how the audible voice spoke to me saying, the seven seals play over seven years, the seven trumpets play over seven months, and the seven seals play over seven days. That's huge. That's really, really big to know that. Using this information, I'm going to lay out the last seven years or the tribulation in chronological order like you've probably never seen before. And I'm going to explain the events also of the middle of the tribulation, when the beast is actually in control of the world for the last three and a half years. I'm going to show you how the timing of the barley, the wheat, and the grape harvests all fit together. You do not know this, brothers and sisters. That is unless you got my book. You have never seen Revelation with such encouraging clarity. See, because when you begin to understand, this is what several people have written me and said to me, when you begin to understand how the last days really plays out, it begins to reduce the fear. In other words, it actually starts to remove the fear and to put courage into your heart, which, as an end-time prophecy teacher and a sevenfold miracle worker, you're going to have to have. So Friday night is going to be the Revelation chart. Then Saturday morning at 10 o'clock, I'm going to teach through the feasts chart. Now, this is one that's talking about how the first fruits, or on first fruits, this is when Jesus the Lamb returns to Mount Zion with 144,000 one-year-old resurrected sons of Israel, or the barley. And then on Pentecost, 50 days, exactly 50 days later, on Pentecost, the wheat, who are ready, are resurrected to the marriage supper of the Lamb with the barley. And at the marriage supper of the Lamb is when Jesus changes from lamb to lion, from prince of the kings of the earth to king of kings and lord of lords. Us, the barley and the wheat, receive a wedding garment and a white horse to return on trumpets about four months later to watch the slaying of the tares. On trumpets, four months later, this is the day of the Lord. This is the day that Jesus the judge returns with all of our blessings. This is the day that the dead in Christ shall rise first. We which are alive and remain shall meet meet the Lord in the year, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. This is the day that Jesus uses the morning star, the lightning sword, to burn the tares in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. That's the last or the seventh trumpet. That is the day of the Lord. This is the judgment seat of Christ. All in Jesus report on this one day. On this one day. We get to see everything that has been done that is not covered by the wedding garment or a garment. On our atonement, which is 10 days later, this is, Jesus is still the judge, this is the great white throne. All not in Jesus report. The dead are judged based upon their works written in the books. Whosoever is not found written in the book of life is cast into the lake of fire, which is the second death. Then... Five days later, it's tabernacles. This is when we tabernacle together with Jesus. The new Jerusalem comes down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. The nations are those refusing the mark of the beast and Jesus 
who are allowed to live up to 1,000 years. That's Friday evening, Saturday morning. Saturday evening, my wife Leslie is going to be teaching on the Kundalini spirit because every time miracles start showing up, the devil shows up to destroy the meeting. And the way he does that is by sending a false spirit in. It is called the Kundalini spirit. So if you want to have miracles, one of the first things you have to do is kill the Kundalini spirit. She exposes the works of darkness in the church, and she helps people to see that this is a false Holy Spirit, and it shows up to disrupt God's genuine power to make miracles a mockery and a laughingstock. So what we do is before we do anything, we kill the Kundalini spirit. So when the real sevenfold miracles show up, and as I told you, August 8th, 2015, I heard the audible voice of God say, this is the time of miracles. Then he downloaded it to my heart, as the judgment hits, so will my miracles. Now, I don't know what God is going to call the judgment. And obviously it hasn't hit yet because we haven't seen the sevenfold miracles yet. Though we did everything we could to bring them in April 19, 20, and 21, and 22 this past year, or in 2019. However, we want to be ready when they do show up. Then Sunday morning, Leslie and I will talk, and we're going to kind of split the service, and we're going to kind of leave that open to be announced, whatever the topic might be. Anyway, that's going to be October 4, 5, and 6, and that's going to be in Evansville, Indiana, and you get signed up by going to endtimesconference.com. Endtimesconference.com. The name of the conference is Understanding End Times Conference. Understanding End Times Conference. Friday, Saturday morning, Saturday evening, Sunday morning. Four two-hour talks, registration $25, endtimesconference.com. If you want to be a part of what God is doing with Prophecy Club, raising up an end-time army of prophecy teachers, working miracles, if you want to, then here's what you do. You pray. You already know in your heart if God has called you to teach prophecy. If you are listening to Prophecy Club on a pretty regular basis, you're probably called. And so you pray and you say, Lord, I ask you to make the way, the time off, the plane fare, the drive, whatever it might take for you to get there. And you show up and you let me anoint you with oil, lay hands on you. And as happened at the Sevenfold Miracles Conference, just about everybody and maybe 100%, I didn't ask everybody, but probably everybody that I'm laying hands on is getting that anointing. It's an anointing to receive the spirit of revelation, to be able to understand and to teach Bible prophecy and to walk in sevenfold miracles. If you want that, then you go to endtimesconference.com and you sign up. And I can tell you right now, only room for 350 people. And the church is probably going to have about 150 of those seats. So that means only about another 150, 200 church or seats are available, Prophecy Club listeners. Well, if you look at uh, Prophecy Club on YouTube, you see we have about 61,000 subscribers. So I think you understand that we're probably going to be full. One of the congregation members recently had a dream that they had a line outside of the church a block long and stretched around the corner. Well, we don't know that that's going to happen here. If I were you, I wouldn't take any chances. If I were you, I'd get to endtimesconference.com, get signed up, get your plane tickets, get your 
driving instructions, whatever you need to, and get there so you can receive the spirit of revelation. You'll understand Bible prophecy like you've never understood. Supernaturally, supernaturally, you will understand it. And even if you are shy, when the spirit of God, the anointing of God comes on you in the day of trouble, when he has raised you up to speak to people around about you, you will be able to do it. You will. In the name of Jesus, you will be able to remember what God, uh, look, remember when, when he spoke to me and he had me give that prophetic word and never done that before. 25 years, never did that before. All of a sudden, he's saying, I will protect you. I will provide. In other words, if you want to be used in these last days, brothers and sisters, here it is. This is what you've been waiting for. This is the primary reason why he started Prophecy Club now, again, pretty close to 26 years ago, to raise up an end-time army of prophecy teachers working miracles to sweep some 2 billion people. Now, we're not going to do them all, obviously, but we want to be a part of it. If you want to be a part of it, then you'll go to endtimesconference.com and get yourself registered. Back in 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. I got about 30 revelations and two visions. And God showed me the word first fruits is actually a secret door linking the Feast of Leviticus to the prophecies of Revelation, allowing the end-time events to be placed in chronological order as never before. One prophetic word said it this way. There is a lock that I have put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open unto you. It will turn many books written on the end time into obsolete books. That's this book. In this book, for the first time, you will understand that on first fruits. Jesus, the Lamb, returns to Mount Zion with 144,000 one-year-old Jews. On Pentecost, the wheat who are ready go to the marriage supper of the Lamb with the barley. The Father promotes Jesus at the marriage supper from Lamb to Lion, from Prince to King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Jesus receives many crowns, a vesture dipped in his own sacrificed blood, and a white horse. The barley and wheat receive a wedding garment and a white horse to return on trumpets about four months later. This is the day of the Lord. Jesus, the judge, uses the morning star lightning sword to burn the tares. This is the judgment seat of Christ. All in Jesus report here and receive their just rewards. On atonement, Jesus is the judge at the great white throne. For those not in Jesus, the dead are judged based upon their works written in the books. Whosoever is not found written in the book is cast into the lake of fire, which is the second death. On tabernacles, the new Jerusalem comes down from God out of heaven, all explained in the secret door to understand Bible prophecy. One for 20, don't do that. Five for 30, 10 for 55, or a case of 60 for $250 at prophecyclub.com. One for 20, five for 30, 10 for 55, prophecyclub.com. Gives you extras to give away to your friends. If you like Prophecy Club, if it is one of your ministries that you support, if you feel like we're doing the right thing, then... Would you consider sending us a donation? It's summertime, and man, our donations have dropped just, just down to almost nothing. So if you could help us right now, it would really be appreciated. Prophecyclub.com. Thank you, and God bless. You can now watch 160 Prophecy Club recordings, and soon over 300 without interruption. 
Most people would agree, 300 titles, normally $30 each, a gift of $100 a month would be reasonable, $50 a pretty good deal, but the introductory rate for a limited time is just $20, recurring monthly subscription. A one-year subscription is a gift of $200. There's no contract, you can cancel any time you want to, and you get the first three days free just to check it out. The best deal is a yearly subscription that'll lock in your rate for a year even when we raise the rates. Watch prophecyclub.com. Go check it out. Watch prophecyclub.com. Now you can donate to the Prophecy Club on your mobile device. Just text the word prophecy to 444-999 and follow the prompts. Just text the word prophecy to 444-999 and follow the prompts. Message and data rates may apply. You can also listen to the Prophecy Club anytime on Alexa, Google Home, and YouTube. Just say, Alexa, play Prophecy Club. Our websites are prophecyclub.com, watchprophecyclub.com, sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. It's the testimony of Dimitri Dudeman being put through five months of torture twice on the electric chair, the angel coming to him and telling him the fall of America would start with an internal revolution. All of this is also put into a book called Prophecies of the Fall of America. It also has Michael Boldea and the prophecies from Prophet Leslie Johnson. And then I teach through, in American Bible Prophecy, 193 scriptures. That's two DVDs and a book, valued at $75, all three of them, available for a gift of just $30. If you don't get anything, get this. It's called the Wake Up America Gift Offer at prophecyclub.com.